Welcome to episode 45 of the Transforma to Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about why it's important to show that you are willing to go the extra mile, what it means to be committed, why Alistair was committed to his objective of seeing a Led Zeppelin concert, but less committed to his first job, and why it's vital to be results-driven in many business roles. This podcast helps you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone. Today what we're going to do is we're going to quickly look at a few key expressions that uh, could be useful for your CV but also could be useful in an interview. Now obviously last week we were looking more specifically at CVs and the structure of CVs and we thought we would continue with a little bit of uh, yeah, a little to amplify that, to expand it a little bit more and so you can have these three expressions that we thought of that will kind of allow you to express yourself at a higher level in those key moments, whether on your CV or when you're speaking to someone in an interview. So as usual, Alistair is here with me. Hi, Alistair. Hi, Daniel. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Great, great. So yes, we've come up with three expressions. And so we will go through those three kind of interesting expressions. And hopefully our explanations and the way we kind of give a picture to everyone will hopefully keep the allow our listeners to keep these expressions in their mind, right? And the first one that we wanted to cover is willing to go the extra mile okay so Mm -hmm. this is something that yeah you can put on your cv you could say this in an interview as well but of course you have to get used to that particular expression and so what we're going to do is we're going to break it down right alistair into its separate parts and then hopefully it'll be clear for everyone you know exactly what we're talking about in this particular expression but also so that people can memorize it and actually really really use it in a real life situation so Mm. let's break this first one down willing to go the extra mile what can we say about that, Alistair? Well, first, I suppose the overall meaning of it. What would you understand if somebody said that in an interview to you, that they're willing to go the extra mile? What would be yeah, the... Before would, we break it down, maybe, what does it actually mean? Yeah, the actual meaning, right, is... Well, basically, it would be that they are very, very motivated. They are, you know, somebody somebody that, even if it's quite difficult, so the, the actual task is quite difficult, they're willing to put the extra effort in to get something done, right? Okay. And so, yeah, it's something that you would want to hear from a candidate, right? It's something that, yeah. oh, you know, yeah. They're prepared you know, to maybe work extra hours or weekends or to put that extra energy to make sure that they achieve what they want to achieve, no, to get a particular task finished or, or in general, no, to achieve the objectives. So yeah. do that extra bit of work that's necessary or extra bit of effort a bit more than the others, perhaps, yeah. to 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 make sure they they achieve their objective, no, or finish a task that needs to be done. So that's the yeah. general meaning, no. So it's a very positive thing you want to hear from a an employee or a worker, no, or a colleague. Hmm? Absolutely. But then breaking Absolutely. it down, this word willing, no, comes well, first let's look at extra mile. Okay. Now, obviously in the UK we don't have kilometers. 
we have miles, so distances on the road signs, etc., are measured in miles, which is a mias, no, una mia. Mia, yeah. So the expression right. is with miles. If the expression was in Spain, it would be kilometers, or in <laughs> it would other, be, yeah, any other yeah. country. Well, most other countries in the world. A there mile, I don't know how many kilometers. Right? Kilometer and a half, approximately. I'm not really sure. So yeah, a kilometer and a half. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. more or less. Yeah. No? Yeah. So most countries the world now have converted to metrics. I think only maybe United States, Canada, maybe. I'm not sure. Still, you how about, talk about miles. How about Australia? Does Australia? Australia's have? kilometer. Australia, New Zealand, because I've been to yeah. both. Yeah. They they maybe I think it's a generational thing. Older people maybe mm-hmm. perhaps still refer to miles. Okay. Because they used to use miles, but I think quite a long time ago, I'm not sure when, maybe in the 80s, or they converted everything to kilometers. So younger Australians, New Zealanders. And if you look, all the road signs are in kilometers. Right, right. And therefore, most people tend to speak in kilometers. Right. Maybe you right, might get yes. an older person who still thinks in miles, but not many now, I don't think. Yes. Yes. So uh, yeah, I think it's UK and United States, really. Um, right, right. But do in Australia, miles. in Australia, do they drive on the left or on the right? Yeah, New Zealand, and so they keep some things from the old, you know, mother country, so to speak. So Australia, <laughs> yeah. and New Zealand still drive on the left, like the UK. Oh, they drive on the left still. Yeah, right, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've kept yeah. that bit, but they've converted to the metric system. Kilometers, so they, right? They tend okay. to talk in meters and kilometers. Right. And again, I think it's general. Right. So I think if you go back, I'm not sure exactly when it changed. If you watch old, like maybe Australian, New Zealand, like movies or something from, I don't know, the 60s, 70s, people are speaking in inches and feet, and, yeah. you know, like okay. UK measurements, no? Yes, or American yes. measurements. But if yeah. you watch anything more recent in the last, I don't know, 20, 30 years, or you listen to younger people, they talk in meters, centimeters, kilometers. So at some right. point, I imagine the government made a conscious decision to say, we're going to go metric and yeah. everything is going to be converted metric, no? And teaching the kids in the school in metric so you know i think anyone under i don't know 50 or something in those countries would probably think in in meters and definitely in kilometers because the road signs are in kilometers kilometers, so that's how you start thinking if you you know when you think of course you do yeah absolutely absolutely. i have to drive from auckland to wellington and it's like how far is it and obviously you know if you're used to seeing the road signs in kilometers that's what you would think of that's what you would use yeah that's right that's right anyway so the extra mile just means yeah it's an extra distance doesn't matter what the distance is no whether it's miles kilometers (laughs) no it's just part of the expression yeah yeah, the extra distance is the, the extra effort no that's right. Or the extra time, right. maybe, that you need to do something. Yeah, yeah. So that's so the first look, part, no? Yeah, yeah, that's the first part. And then we can go look at willing, for example, willing. which clearly yeah. the, the, the meaning there in Spanish, at least, is puesto, right? To, yeah. to be dispuesto de, para, de hacer Estar algo. Estar dispuesto a hacer algo. So to be willing sí, to do algo, something. Yes. Yeah. Now, in English, you can also say prepared. So this expression, you could say you're prepared. Well, you can say it's quite, you can change, you can... Int- you can say willing or prepared it means the same so you yeah. say i'm prepared to go the extra mile or yeah I'm you willing. can say that it's true yeah so both you can translate to dispuesto now there is a bit of a false friend there because prepared when well, english has two meanings no it's willing dispuesto and it also means obviously preparation yes. so if you prepared your presentation in advance the night mm-hmm. before no so it has that sense mm-hmm. yeah and in spanish prepared preparado if you say i think and people can you know send in the emails and correct us if we're wrong but what i understand is a spanish person would understand you're qualified so if you're preparado to do a job you have the correct qualifications or maybe mm-hmm. experience training to be mm-hmm. able to do that job 
No, in English mm-hmm. we don't we don't use prepared in that way. We'd say qualificada, no? Yeah. That I'm you know, I yeah. have the necessary yeah, yeah. qualifications to be, I don't know, a teacher. Sure. You sure, wouldn't say sure, prepared. Sure. No. So no, we understand no. prepared either preparation, so you pre you prepare something in advance before you yeah. do it, or yeah. in the sense of dispuesto, no? So you're yeah. prepared to do I'm prepared to work weekends. Or I'm willing yes, those, to work weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the two two options, really, in English at least, right? That you can yeah. use prepared in two ways, and one of those is a is a way of it's substituting willing. Of, yeah. yeah, willing exactly. Willing, willing is a little bit of an advanced word, let's say, or verb to be willing, right? But it is a nice one to know, and if you can, if you can get it into your vocabulary, it can you know help you express yourself a little bit more. And of course, this particular expression, willing to go the extra mile, is is a nice one if you can remember it, and it certainly will get the message across to your potential employer that you are, you know, you are prepared if you are. Yeah, dedicated, exactly, dedicated. Mm. Now, the other interesting thing about willing in itself is that if you cut off the ing, the gerund form, right, you get just will. And of course, the will Mm. is related to the future, right? And so it's kind of nice to break that down too, in a way, right? Yeah, you could say why, what is the connection willing to be willing and the word will? Mm. And well, will your will as a noun is your voluntad in spanish mm. and there and that's where using will for the future comes from or i believe that's the origin of it so obviously when you you say i will do something mm. you are you are using your own mind to take that decision about the future no so you, yeah so yeah your voluntad you're using your voluntad as they say in spanish you're using your will your mind mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. a decision about what you want to do in yes. five minutes time you know yes. or tomorrow so that's why we use will for the future really it yeah. comes from the idea of your will is your mind you you using your own brain to take decisions about future events no what you will do yeah. next yeah. in five minutes no yeah that's very um, interesting because clearly yeah it's very much related to the origin of actually the verb you know or hmm. into to will you know to 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 be willing uh, and then will it's all connected so, you know, yeah Yes, yes, exactly. And obviously, because of that, we have everybody should make a will. If you want to use the full expression is your last will and testament. But usually just people call it a will. So I don't know if you have a will, Daniel. I have a will, but it's very old. I made it years ago. And I keep saying I need to update my will because it's not Mm -hmm. very relevant anymore. I need to change my will, but I never do it. So your will is your, in Spanish, testamento. Testamento, that's so right. you're using yeah. your voluntad, your will. To, so you decide who you're going to leave your money and property to. That's your yeah. decision about the future when you die. Absolutely, yeah. So that's why yeah, it's yeah. called a will. No, so it's all connected yeah. there. Yeah, all three of those things are kind of very much mm. connected. And once you mm. kind of understand the background of the mm. of that word, and when you put it in mm. gerund form or just normal form, it kind of mm. gives you a wider perspective, I think. And then kind of maybe through that understanding, you'll be more willing <laughs> to mm. use it, right? You'll be more willing, yeah, to, willing use to use it. the word will. That's right. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Absolutely. Or, so, or yeah. willing to make a will. You say, are you willing, are you prepared <laughs> yes. to make a will? Yes, I am. I will do it. I will do it. So they're in the same. Yeah. Are you willing to make a will? Yes, I am. I will do it yeah. tomorrow. I think so, also when you get married, right, they might they might ask you, willing, are you willing to, I don't yeah, know, maybe in different contexts. Yeah, accept yeah. this person to be your... Yes, whatever. that's right, that's right. Are you willing right, to look exactly. after them in, what is it, sickness, health, and yeah. something else? Po- yes. I can't remember the words now. <laughs> no, yeah. 
But yeah, basically, yeah. are you dispuesto, no? Are you prepared that if things go wrong in this relationship or you have problems with money or health, you will still maintain, you know, the relationship yeah. with this person you, and support uh, them and you, help yeah. them? So are you willing to do that? And if you're not willing are to Are you do willing that, to then, go the extra mile? <laughs> yeah, with, yeah, exactly. Well, getting married, you could say, is in a relationship <laughs> is going the extra mile. No, it's making that That's extra... Right. Well, it brings us on to the next... It's that extra commitment... Yes. So, you know, you make to a person by actually signing, well, effectively, it's a legal document, isn't it? It's a legal, legal yes, commitment yes, to absolutely. somebody. Yeah, so just yeah. just going out with someone, boyfriend, girlfriend, or even living together, you know, if you want to go that extra mile, that extra level of <laughs> commitment right. that we're going to talk about next, then you get married and you sign a legal contract, which is what That's marriage right. is, effectively. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so that next word that we're going to cover, which Alistair has just mentioned, mm. is the word committed, okay? Mm. So you might want to say, you know, I'm willing to go the extra mile, but you might also want to put in your CV that or express to your interviewer that you are committed to this project or you mm. are, Company you know, or this job or... Absolutely, or mm. committed or to the, an idea or committed mm. to whatever a, it might be, yeah, right? the company philosophy uh, or whatever it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, we do have to be a little bit careful here with this word committed, because sometimes there can be a little bit of confusion, right, about exactly what it means. And of course, the confusion here comes from compromiso or compromise, right? Mm. Now, when you're thinking of a compromiso, the real translation should be come automatically, if possible, in your mind should be committed. So a compromiso is that you're committed to something. Exactly. And this is a Uh, common false friend that we have spoken about, I think, on more than one occasion in past Yes, more than one occasion. Yes, absolutely. Because Spanish speakers, it's normal that you think, ah, compromiso, compromise. Ah, it's the same Mm. word, but it isn't. It's a false friend. So the translation of compromiso, as you've just said, is to be committed to something or to have a a commitment as a noun, un compromiso. No? Yeah. And compromise means something different, which we've yes. discussed before, but we could, yeah. well, quickly summarize for those people <laughs> who don't want to go back and listen to the old episodes, which I recommend. Yeah, is, yeah <laughs> yes. compromise is like to, to, to arrive at a mute, well, an agreement with somebody, no? So to compromise is neither party can get everything they want and yeah. you have to compromise. I mean, each has to reduce like there, no, to, to reduce your what you're asking for and you arrive yeah. at some middle point where you can agree. No? So this process yeah. is compromising. So nothing to do yeah. with commitment. No, it's a, yeah. a compromise back, solution. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, going back to the whole idea of getting married, you know, that's a, that's a very good sort of anecdote for the whole idea of uh, being able to compromise, cons- right? And when, commit, when you, so it's both. And, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah so sometimes your, people say your, marriage is a commitment and a compromise. It's both. Well, that's right. Yeah, go there you go. Absolutely. So, yeah, because, so yeah, if, you, you're if you're committing you're suddenly, legally to someone no, in, the, in that yeah. sense... Yeah. If you're Mm. suddenly living with somebody, Mm. you basically can't do exactly what you want Mm. anymore. And there is a certain level of, you know, have to compromise about certain things, you know, whether it's, I don't know, how, how, how warm the house is or how clean the house is or or, what series you're watching Netflix or well, that's true. where where you go on holiday or. Yeah. Yeah. There are loads of different elements of compromise within a relationship, right? Yeah. Because if you only want, you know, you you do, I have to have what I want always and not what the other person wants, then you could probably, you're, 
your, your relationship, <laughs> yeah, your relationship is going to end quite quickly, no? Yeah. So it's necessary yeah. within a relationship to keep it going that sometimes each of you has to compromise at some point and say, okay, you can have. So I don't know if I like holidays at the beach and my partner likes holidays in the mountains. Maybe say, okay, compromise one week of the beach, one week of the mountains. So you're both we're both happy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. At least one week, and maybe not so happy the other week. But you know that. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. But if you say, yeah. if you insist, no, only two weeks at the beach. I'm not going to the mountains. That's not yeah. compromising. And then obviously you could have a an argument and a, a problem in your relationship. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So marriage or living with someone is a, a commitment in many ways, you know, financially and legally, etc. And it's and also a compromise. Your, and you have to, you know, sometimes you have to compromise. It's necessary. You have to compromise. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a great construction to remember as well. You have to compromise because we can't really use the Spanish construction in in, in the way that mm. you know es un compromiso. You know, in many ways in English we say we, we often say it more related to in, in a different mm. way, which is like in general it's it's really important to compromise. No, yeah, as uh, a verb, like not no? to. to yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you have to compromise, these types yeah. of things, yeah. And all these, so. you know, negotiations, so like between the unions, like sindicatos, and the mm-hmm. employer about salaries and conditions, and in the end, those negotiations, what they if you, if you finally reach an agreement, usually at the end, because both sides have to compromise. So, yeah. you know, neither gets exactly what they want, yeah. usually, in those things. So, you know, the, the employees say, we want a 10% salary increase and the employer offers two percent so you have two very opposed positions no so you have to negotiate and finally maybe you decide on five percent so that's that's a compromise no so neither side gets exactly 100 percent of what they want but each of you you know gets a bit more than the you know what you could have got no so you say well it's not 10 percent, but well five percent is better than two percent so we'll accept it and that's compromising, yeah. no? To to be able to reach an agreement, it's necessary to compromise in most yeah. cases. No? It's kind of a topic that is very topical at the yeah, moment, current to be honest. In UK, yes. no? Lots of yeah, strikes, absolutely. rail strikes and yeah. postal yeah. strikes, I think, going on at the moment. All sorts of types of negotiations mm. happening. And mm. at the same time, you know, you hope that there can be some sort of compromise between mm. the two parties. Yeah, they can reach right? an agreement at some point, absolutely. hopefully, for the yeah. benefit of the the public and the country absolutely absolutely yeah so anyway going back to that word committed yeah it's a great word to use it's a great word to use as i say in your cv or in an interview and basically means that you're really dedicated to the idea mm-hmm. right i'm committed to this idea and uh, i think alistair you were going to tell us a little story about when you were kind of committed but not really committed right and it's kind of a interest interesting story of a mixture yes a mixture of different commitments to different particular objectives or objectives exactly so yeah my story was a long time ago so when i was 16 in the summer between finishing your basic education i think in spain would be eso it's called now and then doing Mm -hmm. what we call a levels which in spain is bachillerato so it's the you know to go to university and that summer between the two at the age of 16 there was a concert in the August that I really, really wanted to go to. A group, a very famous group called Led Zeppelin, and they were my heroes. I, I played the guitar, and Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin was like a, still is like a god to me. Mm-hmm. So when I saw they were playing this place called Nebworth, which was like an open air weekend music festival, like Glastonbury in England or in Spain, or Beni Kassim, I think, for an example. So basically, you go to a field with a tent, you put your tent up, and you sit in a field listening to groups playing for 
two nights. And the, the headliner, so the main group of the weekend on the Saturday night, was Led Zeppelin. And this is a big thing. So I was like, I have to go to this concert. Anyway, I asked my mother, because I was only 16, I'd have to get a train to another part of England and spend two days in, in a tent in a field with a couple of friends. We wanted to go together. My mother was like, not very sure about this. But then she said, okay, if you're, pre- if you're willing, if you're prepared <laughs> to, to get a job in the summer holidays to pay for the ticket, which is quite expensive, um, well, it would seem cheap now, but at the time yes, it seemed expensive. And the train fare, obviously, down yeah. to this place, then I'll let you go. So she was doing it as a way of trying to get me to show some commitment mm-hmm. to this to this objective. No, wanting to. Yeah. If you're really committed, if you really want to go to this concert, you'll you'll be prepared. You'll be willing to mm-hmm. work and save the money and pay for it yourself. So it was like a yeah. test, no, of my commitment. Yeah, yeah. And I was very committed because I desperately wanted to go and see Led Zeppelin. So okay. I got so I got a summer job for a couple of months or about six weeks, I think it was, working mm-hmm. in a paint warehouse um, so carrying heavy tins of paint around all day quite hard <laughs> physical work yeah. in a warehouse and i hated the job and i had no commitment whatsoever to the job because obviously it wasn't going to be my future career i wasn't going to continue in this job and it was a boring physical so i was only doing it to get money to be able to go to this concert mm. so a complete lack of commitment to the job <laughs> itself and obviously i knew yeah. i'd finish and go back to yeah, in, of course, in september yeah so no commitment to the actual job, but a commitment to wanting to get money to be able to go to this concert. So that yeah. was so I did show commitment to my mother. I demonstrated commitment. So mm-hmm. I did the job. I finished it. I saved the money. I bought the ticket, bought the train fare. And me and a couple of friends went down to Nebworth, camped in a field for two nights, and we saw Led Zeppelin. And, you know, for wow. me, it was still to this day one of the, you know, most amazing moments of my life. Was that, I wouldn't say, was, not say the best concert I've ever seen, but an amazing moment. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. To see my heroes on the stage yeah. that I never thought I'd yeah. ever see at that. Yeah, sure. So, you know, it was a, I've actually seen it. The concert is in YouTube. You can find it. If oh, you is look, it? Really? If you look wow. Led Zeppelin, Nebworth, 1979, so a long time ago. Okay, wow. You can watch it. It's not actually very good. I mean, the sound quality is not good. It's not their best performance, I think. Yeah. a little bit drunk or on something <laughs> i don't know what <laughs> right, yes. so it's not actually a great concert i'll watch it now going oh but obviously my memory of it was it was all perfect and wonderful and fantastic, perfect absolutely which is what yeah, counts yeah. in the end you know? yeah so really great example there of being sort of fully committed to your objective of seeing a band play right this is mm. like your dream to see yeah uh, was this, my dream this, at the time your idols let's say mm. at that point in time and but you know, like obviously your commitment method, to that particular like. job, yes, <laughs> yeah, was zero. Uh, was was zero. Was zero. But anyway, you achieved your objective, and you I went did. there, and you had so and you it's know a everything. Memory I still have to this day. Yeah, everything forget. turned out pretty much all right. You know, yeah, so it's yeah, fantastic, amazing fantastic. weekend. Yeah, good. So yeah, there you go. A word committed, something that you do really want to demonstrate. Either if you if you mention the word or just through a whole range of other words, you want to show that you're committed to this particular project that an employer might be potentially mm. Or just to your right? job in general. You know, I'm very committed. To exactly. Absolutely. Or to Absolutely. this post or position. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the so company. Fantastic. So I'm very committed to the company. 
for yeah. example, you could say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that could, even if, for example, if you're asking for or requesting a pay rise, you know, mm. something that you would also want to say, you know, like, I'm very committed to this job. I, I think I've, you know, put in the put in like, the hours and yeah, I've gone I've, the extra you know, been, miles several gone, times. <laughs> exactly. When, gone when the extra miles several times, necessary. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think I deserve, no, merecer. Yeah, I deserve merecer, a, pay, a pay rise or a pay increase. Yeah. So if you can demonstrate your commitment to your existing employer, that is also fantastic because because it will you're more likely to get the pay rise that you're that yeah. you're looking for right? or other improved um, conditions in your. Job yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they can see other, that you are committed. Other perks, como se dice in English, right? right perks, perks, good word. Yeah, perks is a is a good is a is a good the word. Perks and, of the and, job. Mm. Yeah, the perks, which is often just to quickly cover it, is is kind of those other things related to your you know your particular salary package. You know, yeah. so it can be extra social benefits or health uh, insurance, health, exactly. company car, maybe. Yeah. yeah, so it's not money yeah. directly. But obviously, it's a not done. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So they offer you salary plus perks. You know, company car, exactly. private health insurance. I don't know whatever else you might. They may offer you that isn't actually salary, but obviously, it's a it's a benefit. It's something good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just another little bonus there. The word mm-hmm. perk. Okay. Now let's go on to number three, which we thought we'd, we would cover in terms of helping you in this particular situation of either your CV or a conversation. And the expression here is results driven, right? Mm-hmm. Now results driven. Yeah, this is kind of something that would be very, very useful if you are working in sales. That's for sure, because a sales position is always very much results driven. Some some positions will be more results driven than others. That's for sure. But if you can demonstrate that you are results driven, that will always be an attractive element to an employer, right? Indeed, yes, yes. So the question is, what does it mean? Well, it's an interesting construction, no? Results driven. It is. So you've got yes. two words. Results is a is a plural noun. Resultados, no? And driven, well, literally is conducido. So mm. driven is the past participle of to drive. That's drive, right. drove, driven. No irregular yes. verb. So With a putting, hyphen in between there. Right? Yeah, so a you're putting in two words together. In this case, a noun and a... Well, it's a past participle in the in the form. It's an adjective effect, and you you create a composite adjective. Yeah. So the two words together result "I am results driven." So it's an adjective yeah. to describe yourself, no? which means well, you've more or less said it before. No, what, what what does it mean to be results driven? If you say that to a potential employer. Yeah, well, basically, very, very motivated, right? Very mm. motivated to get and achieve an outcome that is the desired outcome, essentially, yeah. right? So committed, it's, very it's, motivated. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. And so, you know, if you say that to to an employer, they they really probably can feel that you know you are going to go the extra mile. It's very connected, mm. really, it's isn't connected, it? It's isn't kind it? of like yes, mm. you're committed, you're willing to go to the extra mile, and you know you're results mm. driven. So yeah, you will what, be going out there mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. get the results that the company is looking for, exactly. and you won't Could, stop until you until you find, get until you yeah. get those results. Yeah, because you know? what um, motivates you. What makes you work hard and go the extra mile is to achieve the results. So your results mm. driven what drives you, te conduce. Mm. Now, I'm not sure if you can say that in Spanish. I don't think you can. But we use drive not in the same Well, when you drive a car, what mm. you're doing is dirigir. You're directing the car in a particular direction, no? going mm-hmm. for, you know, straight ahead, left, right, whatever. Yeah. And in that sense, a person can be driven, not driven in a car, driven in the sense that what what makes them do something what motivates them 
I think I looked mm-hmm. in Spanish at the translation would be like motivado or impulsado. Mm. So it it impulsa, no? Something makes you or motivates you to to do something. In this case, yeah. results. So what motivates you in your job and what makes you go the extra mile and work hard is to achieve the results. As you say, if you right. not all jobs are results driven. It's not That's maybe right. human resources, no. perhaps. It's hard to analyze exactly what is a result, maybe, mm, yeah. in that kind of job. But obviously, if sure. you're a salesperson and you have to sell, then obviously results are everything. You have to achieve a certain you know, amount of sales in a year, yeah, and you have to demonstrate results. And often yeah. your salary, no? you'll have a bonus or a, what's the word? Um, can't think of the word. You get a 10%. Mm. Oh, so if you yeah. achieve your objective, they'll give you a... Only the word bonus comes out to me at the moment, but there oh, yeah. is another word. No, it'll come to yeah, me in a second. Yeah, there is another word, yeah. So you can earn extra salary. You'll have your basic salary plus an extra amount if you achieve your objectives, no, your results. Yeah. So in that case, sure. you have to be results-driven, really, yeah. in that kind of job. Yeah, yeah in this particular Co- case, commission, we're talking... Commission, that's about- the word, commission. Okay, yeah. So you earn yeah. a commission, no, on your yeah. sales. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, in this particular case, we're talking about being results driven. And of course, that is very much related to sales and, and all that type of sector. But you can be driven as a person in, as, as well, right? Mm. I'm, you can say, I'm, I'm very driven. So it's kind yeah. of basically another way of saying that you're very motivated. So yeah, you can exactly. add results to it. Or if you're not in sales, you can just say, I'm very driven. Okay. And of yeah. course, as Alistair was saying, that's the past participle. You can be driven by someone. It also can be, ah, you know, literally be driven, you know, by yeah, a chauffeur. Right? A chauffeur, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. literally driven in a car, somebody drives the car for you, and you are a passenger. So, you are driven by somebody. Yes, but yeah. in this case, is a, me- a different sort of metaphorical meaning. Exactly, exactly. Um, it's more, and you yeah. can be driven by many things. Absolutely, so it's what what drives you, what motivates you to to work hard and achieve results. So, I just put a list here of you can be driven by hunger, hambre, mm-hmm. desire, no deseo. Mm-hmm. Uh, revenge, venganza, love, hate, well, ambition, almost anything, no, can... Yes. It's what is the reason that makes you do this thing and work very yeah. hard to achieve yeah. the result? And for different people, we do different things, no? So... Yes. yes. I was thinking of Cristiano Ronaldo as a classic case of somebody very talented and skilled, obviously, but also yep. very driven, mm-hmm. driven to be the best in the world, you know, to be the number yes. one, like obsessively. So, you know, what makes him train hard every day to get that incredible body that he used to have and, well, still has to a certain extent, is that he's driven by ambition, no? Driven to be the the best in the world. Yeah. So, as another example of, you know, what drive... Different people are driven by different things. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. So there you go. Three different expressions, really, there that are hopefully are useful, hopefully are also new for you. I'll just quickly go through And interconnected, them. as we said. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Interconnected, they are. And I think we found that as we kind of explained that through the episode, that they are actually very much interconnected. And you can sort of, it's really important as you get into a sort of more advanced level of English, that you can kind of re or re-express the similar idea with different words. And these mm. kind of are all three three words are connected in many ways and they kind of give a similar sort of message but you're not using the same words which is kind mm. of a great way to to make sure that you know your message is interesting but the person that's sort of listening to you is not hearing the same words again and yeah. again but you want to reinforce just exactly your approach and the type of approach that you would have so let's go through those three which is obviously willing to go the extra mile okay so you're you're really 
happy to put that extra effort in. Yeah, you don't uh, number mind two, not important. You don't mind doing what you need to do, whether that's working that's right. long hours or whatever it may be in order to achieve results. So there's back to the results driven, as you're saying. Yeah, all exactly. Yeah. So willing to go the extra mile, you're committed, where there you have to be careful with the whole idea of compromiso and don't don't translate that incorrectly. You're committed, which is fantastic. Use that word, which means basically that you're dedicated, which is an alternative. You can say, I'm very dedicated to this cause or very dedicated to this company. And that can be useful, obviously, when you are expressing an idea to an interviewer, but also when you're, when you're in a situation where you're speaking with your current employer, right? You say, I'm very committed to this company. I love of the team and I really want to stay here and I feel I can take please, on uh, please more, more, more responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> please promote yeah. me. No. Yeah, that could be another episode about literally how to ask for a pay rise in English, yeah. you know, but the, you know. These are ways you can try to justify, no, your your importance in the company and why you feel you should receive or you deserve better conditions, no, because you are willing to go the extra mile, etc., committed. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And then the last one being results driven. Now you can say results driven, especially if that's in a set, if you're in a sales sector, or any sort of sector where there are specific results, right? But if you want to just say that you're super, super motivated, you can say, I'm very driven, I'm very personally driven, or I'm driven to to achieve, you know, great outcomes, whichever one you want to use. But that that word driven, really powerful as well. And so if you bring the, all of those three expressions together, you've kind of got a little bit of a toolkit there to kind of really express yourself at a higher level, right, Alistair? Yeah, yeah. I, I also, we thought of you can use driven. Instead of driven, you can say drive as a noun, strangely. So mm. drive is usually a verb, no, to drive a car, conducir. Mm. But you can say, yeah. I have a lot of drive. Oh, yeah, that's true. So if you say that, what does it mean? What would you understand if in an interview somebody said to you, I have a lot of drive? Yeah, I have, well, very similar in that way. No, it's mm. like I'm, I'm, I'm willing to, to, you know, from myself, I, I know that I can do this. You know, I, I'm get, I get up every morning and I, you know, ready to go, basically. Yeah, you, know? you have a lot of energy, um, no? A lot of, yeah. lot of motivation. So it means Absolutely. the same, basically. Yeah. So if you don't yeah, have yeah. drive, you don't have a lot of energy, maybe a bit lazy or lazy. You don't want to work very hard, yeah. basically. But yeah, if you yeah, have drive, course, you have energy, motivation, etc., ambition. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 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 So yeah, there you go. Three different expressions. Hopefully they were useful and try to put them into practice as soon as possible if you can. Mm -hmm. All of these types of extra vocabulary elements are really great. They're fantastic and they're useful and they're higher level vocabulary, but they cannot really be integrated into your vocabulary unless you really put them into use. So try to put them into, yeah. yeah. Be willing to go the extra mile and use these words and expressions in your English, no? Make that extra effort. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, very good use of that particular expression, Alistair. So yeah, thanks once again, Alistair, for, for being with me. Really useful. I think really three really important expressions there for this, this particular context. And I'll see you again next week. Yeah, All right. well, a pleasure as always, Daniel. Thank you. And, uh, and see you uh, next week. Cheers. All right, cheers. See you then. Bye. Bye.